0: Welcome to another episode of Straight Talk with Strahan. Hey, it's Odie Strahan, and I'm having one of the most amazing days of my life.
1: Hopefully you are too. Let's get this show started. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Straight Talk with Strahan. Guys, we are in for a treat, really fired up about today's episode. We have a four-star wide receiver who is only a sophomore at Christian Brothers and currently holds D1 offers from the likes of Arizona, Cal, Oregon, Georgia, Michigan, Auburn, Texas a and just to name just a few. Um, just really excited to have him on the pod to get into his backstory, talk about how he got to his current position, uh, the recruiting process, and just so much more. Philip Bell third, are you out there, brother?
2: Yes, sir, I'm here.
1: How are you doing today, man?
2: Pretty good. Just got home from practice, just chilling. Yeah.
1: All right, man. That sounds good. Well, hey, uh, like I said, I got I got a lot I want to get into, so I don't want to waste any time. Let's get you know right into it. So uh, let's start from the beginning, man. I, I know uh, you know you're from the Bay, and you started out playing you know a, a lot of sports actually. Talk to me about what age you started playing organized sports and which sports you actually played.
2: Uh, yes, sir. I grew up in the Bay. I grew up in Daly City, and then my mom really just threw me into it when I was about five. So since then, I've just been playing every sport, and then now it's just football and track. So I've been getting it done with this football stuff. So yeah,
1: gotcha. At what age you said? You said what age did you start?
2: About five.
1: About five. Gotcha. Uh, earlier on, uh, what were your, what were your main sports?
2: Uh, growing up in Daly City, I played basketball, soccer, baseball, football. I played everything growing up. Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. You know what's funny is I I uh well I just I guess kind of something that's in common with a lot of you know star athletes is, is soccer was a sport that they play when they're younger You know, especially with the footwork right yes um, sir you definitely help you out with that um so let me ask you this uh when you first started you know playing all these assortment of sports uh which one did you initially love and which one were you uh the best at because a lot of times people don't understand that you know a lot of my audience don't understand why i asked that because some there's many times that i found is the sport that, that people choose isn't necessarily the one they're the best at it just happened to be the one they love so Earlier mm-hmm. on, which one which one would you. you say that you were the best at, and which one did you love?
2: Growing up, basketball was my thing. Everybody in my family played basketball, so I wanted to live the basketball legacy. But I knew I was better at football, so I just knew I had to go with football. Gotcha, man. So
1: let me ask you this: That being said, at what age did you figure that out that you had a special gift for football, and that that was the sport that you were going to, you know, eventually pursue?
2: When I was about when I was about ten, uh. I was talking about it with my mom and it was really 50-50. Like I wanted to pick one, and she was just explaining to me about how good I was at football, and I just went for the football.
1: Gotcha, man. Gotcha. Uh would you say at that point, because like you said you had a, you know, you had a you know, legacy when it comes to the family, when it comes to, you know, basketball. At least you had a, you know, history of basketball. Uh, would you say football was, was your was the sport that you're passionate about at that point?
2: Yes, sir. I felt like Football was a sport I really loved, and I really loved playing it, and I was just better at it. Got gotcha, you, man.
1: So uh, I know you moved out here to Sacramento uh, when you were twelve. Talk to me about the uh, the adjustment you had overall. Uh, you know, not just you know with sports, but just you know moving out here to Sac compared. You know, out, out compared to the Bay it was obviously it's a night and day.
2: Yeah, in the Bay it's like more compact, everything close together, and out here everything like spaced out. But it really. It really didn't phase me when I was young, and I'm used to it now, so it really didn't phase me. Got it, man. Let me ask you
1: this: uh, from an athletic, from a sports standpoint, what's the difference uh, between uh, the Bay and, and Sacramento?
2: I feel like the Bay don't get mu- as much love as Sacramento.
1: Really, I so feel like you, there's a you, lot of say- talent in the
2: Bay that yeah, that it hasn't been seen yet. No, go ahead.
1: Really? Okay.
2: Usually, yeah. mm-hmm. usually the
1: other way around. It seems like. It seems like a lot of people in Sacramento always say that 916 is, 916 is slept on, but you think it's
2: the other way around. Yeah, I feel, I, I feel like it's the other way around because I'm front of Bay, but I live in Sac right now. Yeah. Gotcha, man. When you when you got to Sac, uh,
1: talk to me. Uh, which organizations did you connect with uh, when it comes to your sports? Because, uh, you know, I know you played <coughs> basketball still, football. What teams did you connect with when you initially moved out here?
2: Uh, when I got to Sac, I was playing with Pleasant Grove Junior Eagles, and then the basketball team I was playing with was the yellow jackets and rmg gotcha man so you played with some you play with uh,
1: some pretty heavy hitters on the basketball side then yeah, i mean nothing yeah. nothing against football but i'm saying but like those are some you know you know pretty big names yes sir so you still played uh you know aau ball when it comes to hoop um I, I mean i know you're known for you know for football of course but uh you know how good of a basketball player do you think you are you know describe your game for me or describe basketball. your game for everybody else that, that hasn't that hasn't seen you on the court
2: I feel like I could do everything. I got the belts. I could shoot. I could dribble. <laughs> I feel like I could do everything. I was ranked number three in the West Coast at one point, so I, I I was nice at basketball. Gotcha, man. And you played
1: last year at Christian Brothers, right?
2: Yeah, I played a little bit, but it was just for fun. It was just 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 so I was doing some. Gotcha. More more or less just to stay active at that point. Then, yeah, right? just to stay active. Gotcha, gotcha. Um,
1: so you so you you said you played for Pleasant Grove when you came out here.
2: Yeah, that was the first football team I played with when I came out here.
1: How long did that last? What other teams did you transition to? Uh,
2: I feel like I think I played um, Pleasant Grove, 8U, 10U, and then I transferred over to uh, Capital Christian, and I played, I think, 12U, 14U at Capital Christian, and then that's when I had the, uh, the big debate about which high school I was going to, and then I ended up going with Christian Brothers. Gotcha, man. Uh,
1: talk to me about the positions. I mean, obviously, you're a wide receiver. You're known as a wide receiver. You play DB as well. But what other positions uh, have you played, uh, you know,
2: growing up? Growing up, I play a lot of running back and safety. So that's where I get a lot of the jukes and stuff from the running back. And then I, I play quarterback for a couple of seasons and then receiver my 14 year season. And it just it just stuck with me through high school.
1: Is I mean I, I mean you're still young obviously and, and you know a lot of things could change I, I mean a lot of, you know a lot of people have played a certain position throughout high school and then mm-hmm. changed positions later on but at this point at least at this point right now uh, how confident are you that wide receiver is going to be what you're going to ultimately take it to it at the next level
2: I feel very confident with it because I feel like I work at it so much that it just has to be <laughs> all right I like it man.
1: Uh, Talk to me about when you, when you started, you know, uh, your name started getting out there, you know, getting interesting, getting a buzz. What grade were you in? And, uh, you know, w- you know, where were you playing at, at the time where your your name really started, you know, where you, you saw that, you know, that you started getting the attention of, of, of the masses?
2: It was uh, COVID year, so eighth grade. Uh, we didn't have a, a 14 football season that year. And then I received my first offer from Utah State. And then I just started blowing up since then.
1: So you got your first offer from utah state during COVID year
2: yeah 707
1: that's 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 uh that's amazing man so i that's mean how, how, how did that come about was it at that point mainly through film or i mean how did the how did you know how did the exposure standpoint work out with that
2: uh it was it was a lot of film a lot of stuff like that but we ended up going down to utah and we had a seven seven tournament and then a lot of the coaches were going to the seven seven games and then uh we had the seven on seven games and then uh, the visits the day after, and then they uh, visit this day after, and then they offered me two days after I got back from Utah. Man,
1: that's amazing. That's, a, that's definitely amazing. So, you, your first official offer before you even started
2: high school? Yes, sir. And,
1: and, <laughs> I mean, at that point, I don't know, you're probably uh, what, 13, 14, about the age? Yeah, 14, uh,
2: 15.
1: Okay. How are you feeling at that point? I mean, obviously I know it's obvious, but I mean, at, at that point, you're such a young age. I mean, I mean, you're very mature. Don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, you're still a kid. Uh, yeah. How 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 are you feeling?
2: It was very emotional. Um, I mean, it was like, it was a dream come true. That's what I've been working for. And then I got it. So it was just, it was just all a part of the plan. So I was just, it was really, it was really emotional.
1: Let me ask you this, uh, that is that something that you, you know, you spoken to? Is this something you actually visualize, you know, over and over again before it actually happened?
2: Yes, yes. Because we were taking a couple few visits before that, and I just knew I was going to get one in Utah. Gotcha, man. Yeah, that's, uh, that's huge. I, I always uh,
1: preach that to everyone. You, you, sometimes you got to actually see it before it happens. Actually, actually, a lot of times yes, you got to see it before it, before it happens. Uh, let's pivot, and uh, let's, let's definitely talk about high school. Um, like you said, you had to make a decision there. You had, uh, it sounds like, at least two very good schools, if, if not more, when it comes to Capital Christian and Christian Brothers, both very successful uh, schools uh, academically as well as athletically. Uh, what what ultimately made you and your family decide
2: on Christian Brothers? It was a 50-50 thing, um, but we ended up choosing Christian Brothers because they had a better education, and that's what my mom was leaning toward too. And I trust my mom with everything, so I, I just went what with she, with she wanted to do.
1: Absolutely, man. It's all, it's all about breeding. Uh, I don't call them student athletes, man. I call them scholar athletes, you know, mm-hmm. and, and obviously you got to, you know, put yourself in the best position, uh, both on and off, off the, you know, off the field. Um, how was that transition, you know, to high school, uh, not only high school, cause that's a transition in itself, but you know, Christian brothers is, is different. I mean, uh, the, they do stuff a little differently there, which is, in a good way that is, but it, I know, it's, I mean, I know one of your, um, I believe one of your best friends who I consider my nephew, uh, 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 Sonny uh, had a little transition. I know I, I talked to them about it. How you know it's a little bit different. Also, he came from you know public school uh, yeah. into Christian Brothers. Yes. How was uh, how was that transition for you when it comes to uh, you know transitioning to high school, both on and off the
0: field? Hey, quick break here. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but we'll get right back to it. I just wanted to take a moment to talk about Hardwood Palace, Northern California's premier basketball facility. Hardwood Palace has eight hardwood courts, a full-service cafe, and a reputation for reliable and quality programs. Extreme Hoops runs the largest weekly AAU tournament in the area with a variety of competitions from all over California and Nevada. They also offer a youth league, Hardwood Hoops, which is rec level and runs four seasons a year for individuals looking to be placed on the team. Check out hardwoodpalace.com to see all they have to offer. You can follow them on Instagram at extreme underscore hoops underscore basketball or contact Steve Williams by emailing steve at hardwoodpalace.com. Get your hoops on at the Hardwood Palace.
2: it was a little different on the field i felt like it was the same because i've been playing up my whole life playing against other kids my whole life so i felt like that was the same but school wise it was just different um yeah it was very different i don't even know how to explain that it was just they got a lot of different rules that we had to follow so really transferring to it it was hard but i got i got it, i got everything down now
1: what was here just you know just for the people out there you know obviously maybe have, you know, C B as a school, Catholic Christian school they want to go to and, you know, what have you, or maybe other private school jesuit, whatever it may be, right? What do you uh, what's like let's say specifically, what, what, what was one of the biggest uh I guess uh things you had to adjust to, you know, when it comes to the actual school itself, classroom
2: itself? Classroom itself. I feel like it was probably just probably just seeing new people. You come uh coming from middle school, you could have came from a different middle school, which I did. I came from one probably about 45 minutes away so just seeing new people just having to adjust to it uh, i know a lot of people are shy and a lot of people don't like talking to people so i feel like that was that was one of the biggest ones right there
1: gotcha man getting acclimated to your environment and your surroundings yes, that sir. makes perfect makes perfect sense
2: uh freshman year
1: uh you know you took care of business on the field over a thousand yards 12 touchdowns uh playing at the varsity level which is which is amazing at any sport, but especially football. Cause I mean, we're talking about 14, 15 year old body, 18, 19 year old body is a little bit different. That's a, you know, that's, uh, it's a big difference. Now, obviously you're not the typical, you know, you know, you, you didn't, you weren't the typical freshman last year that, you know, but that being said, uh, talk to me about what helped you have the type of massive success you you had, even as a freshman at at
2: the varsity level. I feel like my coaches just believed in me and the, uh, the leading that I got from the upperclassmen. Uh, we had a, a three-star running back, uh, DJ Crowther. So he just helped me with a lot of adversity stuff. And then my quarterback, Jack Lordy, last year, he helped me with everything, just getting me into the offense, everything. And then Jackson Burleson, he helped me with a lot too. So I feel like they all helped me a lot. Let me ask you this,
1: especially from your, you know, your senior leadership there. Uh, that that you just got done uh, describing. Uh, do you feel like uh, they had that ultimate uh, confidence in you from the get go?
2: Yes. Yeah,
1: and 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 talk about that because that I mean, being being you know, obviously a new school, new program. uh you know freshman varsity level. Um, how big was that? You know, how how much uh, how critical was that for, for you to really being able just to play your game.
2: At the start, I was kind of nervous. You know, a freshman on varsity, you might be kind of nervous, but Correct. really just playing to it, I got comfortable and then got comfortable and then just started going crazy on the field.
1: How long did it take you? Like, what game, what practice? Was it, Was it you know, during some scrimmages? At, at what point do you feel like where you felt you were at home
2: on uh, the field? It was our first practice, actually. Uh, we were uh, doing one-on-ones, and then our offensive the coordinator put me against the best DB on the team and then I ended up making them four. And then since that first play I just got
1: comfortable. <laughs> hey, that'll get you comfortable on the field, huh? I yes, like that. Sir. Yeah. It, it did. Uh, I, mean, I can tell obviously you 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 don't lack confidence. So uh, and this is a straight talk with straight head yeah so keep it you know keep it straight here is uh what let me ask you this uh what makes you different or what do you think sets you apart uh from others, you know, that allows you to be one of the top players in the country despite being you know so young.
2: I just feel like it's just different in California. Like we just got, we just got that swag and we just hungry for more. So we just keep going for more. So I feel like I just keep going for more and I just keep working hard, just keep staying focused. And I just feel like it's getting me going, getting me to where I want to go.
1: Do you feel, I mean, as each offer comes in and obviously the, you know, the programs continue to get bigger and bigger to the point where it's pretty much a who's who at this point, uh, instead of become, becoming a little bit more lax and content, do you feel like that's made you hungrier?
2: Yeah, it's it's making me hungry for sure because I feel like it makes me hungrier because I don't got every offer that I want yet. Ooh, gotcha.
1: Okay, okay, we're going to have to get into that. Um, freshman year, uh, specifically, what were some of the highlights uh, on the field for you? Like, was there a specific play, specific touchdown, specific, you know, game
2: uh, for you? My, probably my best game I had last season was against McNair. Uh, we had one of our games get canceled due to COVID. So we had to like, we had to like find a game. We ended up playing the school called McNair out of Stockton. And then um, I just went crazy that game. I probably had like 200 receiving yards and then got put on the news. And it was, that was a big thing right there.
1: 200 receiving yards uh, on how many catches, how many touchdowns?
2: I think I had two touchdowns and then probably like eight catches. Gotcha. So you, I mean, you
1: were making each catch uh, uh, worth it then. Yes, sir. Gotcha. Um, What do you feel was your biggest challenges or obstacles on the field uh, your,
2: your freshman year? Just handling adversity, just all the talk, just living up to the hype. Did you actually feel that pressure? Um. I felt it freshman year. And then as the season kept going, I just, it just got easy to handle all of it. So like Holy ball, it's like where 200,000 people, two, 20,000 people come to watch us play. And it's just a whole lot of smack talk it's against our rival team. And it's just a lot of adversity, but it don't even phase me now. I was gonna say
1: at this point, you know, the visits, the uh, I mean, obviously I mean, the accolades, the I'm sorry, the offers, um, does does any of this even like talk do you even hear it at this point anymore are you just immune to it
2: i'm just immune to it at this point that's good man
1: um once again 15 years old which i think is just amazing uh (laughs) it's amazing we we see all these rankings and what have you in all sports right uh which a lot of it you know at the younger age doesn't really mean crap uh but uh, in, in your case out here uh, you're like one of the, I feel like the few, I mean, someone could correct me if I'm wrong, that's actually garnering these top, top, you know, colleges at, at period, let alone at, at, as a sophomore, right? And you just started sophomore year. Yes. Um, so. it's up to 17 offers, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Is it 17? 16, 17. I'm not 16, sure. Okay. You know, that's a good problem to have, right? We <laughs> you can't right. keep track. Of that. That's a good problem. That's a blessing, man. Um, What are some keys to staying hungry, focused, motivated, and humble? At the same time,
2: just just wanting to get better. Just keep just uh, that's a good question. Just just wanting to keep getting better because all the offers like, yes, yeah, cool to have. But it's not it's not the goal yet. Like, it's not where I need. It's not where I want to be yet. Like, I want to get to the league. So just having all these offers, like all I need is one, really.
1: No, At the end of the day, you can only take one right, yeah, at, the, right. At, the, at the end of the day you can only take one um take me through I know the season just started well not just started but you, obviously you got a few games in take me through a normal uh work week on the field for you what does it look like during the week uh just say a uh, uh, um a week with you know obviously a week with the game day
2: this season uh I've been trying to take a light on my body so we'll go Monday we got the early morning left and then we got school And then um, we got film after school. And then we got like a 30, 30, like a 15 to 30 minute pre-practice. And then we got practice for about two and a half hours. And then um, after that, just come home, do schoolwork, take an ice bath or go to Cairo. And then that all through the week and then training on Sundays and then practice on Saturday too. So really I'm working all through the week.
1: What time does your day start? What, what what time does that alarm go off?
2: Probably like six thirty, six thirty in the morning. Six thirty, six thirty, yes, and 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 you.
1: I mean, it sounds like a nonstop, you know, day. And yes, sir. typically, typically, what time do you turn in
2: at night? It just depends on how our coaches are feeling, really. So sometimes I'll get home maybe eight, sometimes eight thirty, sometimes I'll let us out early if we have a good practice. So earliest maybe like seven fifteen.
1: Gotcha. But then get home, shower, and all that good stuff. Some some family time, dinner. So you're, yes, probably, sir, not, dinner. you're, probably, you're yeah. probably not getting to bed till what, 10 eleven, maybe? I'm yeah. not sure. Yes, sir. That, that, that's a that's a that's a that's a full day. That's a full
2: week. Yes, <laughs> that,
1: that, that's for sure. So, as the uh, offers started, you know, coming in from these big time colleges, you know, how, how was that, you know, process for you? I mean, your first offer came during, you know, a COVID year, which is different than you've been able to be on the on the field here the last year and a half, two years. Um, I, I know it's obviously an exciting uh, time, but uh, was it also a stress? Was it also, you know, stressful? Did it, you know while you are garnering these offers, you know, was that added pressure or was that more of a relief for you?
2: I feel like it was more of a relief because it's just, it's just steps on getting to where I want to go.
1: How many, um, I mean, at this point with all these officers, how many official visitors, they're all unofficial at this point?
2: They're all unofficial. I can't take officials to my junior year. That's right. That's right. That's what I'm
1: saying. I keep on forgetting you're only a sophomore. Yeah. So, so, uh, so all these are unofficials. Um, talk to me. I, 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 I caught, um, a little footage of you in Oregon. Talk to me about that
2: experience at Oregon. The experience in in Oregon, it was amazing. Uh, getting the relationship with all the coaches, with Coach Junior Adams, Coach Zan Lanning, it, it was it was a uh, it was a good experience.
1: Was was there something? Uh, I'm not sure how familiar you are with Oregon, but was, was there something about that campus or even just the, the city it's in that uh, caught your eye that maybe you you, you didn't expect?
2: Yes, uh, the first time I visited Oregon, it was a whole different coaching staff. So that second time, I feel like it really, it, it could be one of the places it really felt like home.
1: Where, where did their uniforms rank amongst your favorite,
2: man? Oregon's, Oregon's uniforms were top, top two, top three for sure. They're up there for sure. <laughs> gotcha, man.
1: Let me ask you this: um, Did you have a dream school? You know, growing up. I mean, I mean, I say growing up. You're only 15, but you know, I mean, going through. Did you, did you, uh, did you have a dream school? Or, uh, uh, like, you just got done earlier stating. I mean, not to knock, obviously the great offers you already have, but you said there's some schools that you're still waiting, or do you still want some offers? Yes, so, did, did you have a specific dream school that you,
0: that you had on your, uh, you know, on your goal list? Hey, quick break here. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but we'll get right back to it. Are you sick and tired of that heart sinking feeling every time you get your electricity bill? Do you wish there was some way to join in the revolution of solar power without leaving your wallet begging for mercy? Luckily for you, there's a way to achieve both. At Sunray Solar, we're here to use our unrivaled expertise and high-quality equipment to deliver beyond your expectations. We pride ourselves on keeping up to date with the latest global innovations, guaranteeing long-lasting performance, reliability, and seamless integration with your home. Solar energy just doesn't save the planet. It saves you from that heart-sinking feeling of increasing utility rates year to year. So what are you waiting for? Start putting your money back in your pocket today. Reach out to Daniel today and find out how to cut your electricity bill in half. Mention Straight Talk with Hand and receive a $500 cash rebate. Call Daniel with Sunray Solar at 872-238-9319 or email him at Solar, or message him on IG at solardan1. Power your home with the Suns Rays today.
2: Growing up, I had maybe six or seven dream schools. It was Oregon, Oklahoma, Texas a and Ohio State, Georgia, and Clemson. But um, my mom said I was always a big Oregon fan. So that Oregon one, especially for it to be one of my first offers, it was, that, was, that was big for me.
1: That's intriguing. Most of those schools are not on the West Coast. Are you not partial staying out here on the West Coast?
2: I mean, I'll do it, but I've always wanted to go try something new gotcha and
1: oregon's far enough though as one of the possibilities there
2: yes sir <laughs> gotcha man um
1: well here the, the whole recruitment process uh you know overall like i said it's a little bit different for you since you are only you know you just started your sophomore, your sophomore year uh, you know when it comes to any any schools as of right now you know not to put any uh, more on blast than others, but is there, is there anyone that actually stood out? I mean, I know we talked about Oregon, but was there any other unofficial that stood out to you?
2: The I say the top unofficials that stood out to me was Oregon, USC and Georgia. Those are the three places where the, it just like the fans, the, the people just in the area, just the coaches, how the staff treated me, the players, talking to the players. It, it was just a really good experience. And those are probably, those are some, uh, schools that I'm really interested in.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, the schools that you, you just mentioned, obviously they vary in the type of, uh, uh, the lifestyle that, that, that's, that, you know, surrounds it. Oh, um, any of the areas on there that be more appealing than others with those three schools specifically?
2: USC for sure. USC <laughs> in LA. <laughs> so, you Yeah. Know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Don't threaten you with a good time out in SoCal, right? That's not, that's not, that's not a bad life out there.
2: Yeah, Um, that's a good life.
1: Let me ask you this. Uh, What are some key factors you're looking for in a college? I mean, is there a specific style of offense? Uh, You know, any specifics out there that you're you're looking for? Because I think a lot of times uh, yet, you know, these top schools are great, but it's, you know, it it has to fit you as a player the the system they have yes, so is, is there anything specifically you're looking for any type of offense uh you know uh you know a, a, any type of strategies or you know just anything at all more specific that you're looking for when it comes to what the, what the the school is running
2: as a receiver you know you always want them to pass the ball so you just got to they got to have a good good passing scheme or of offense and then they just got to have a good they just got to have good coaches you know the coaches leave now they leave a lot now but if you just find those if you just find those right coaches and you know they're locked in, then you could just tell like how the
1: coaches are with you. No, 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 that, that's good. That's good. And so far, do you feel like of all the offers that you have, um, they they're all systems that you could you could fit in when it comes to you know, every, all the ones you've had so far. Yes, I do. Got gotcha, you, man. Um, actually, and and when it when it comes to you know your, I know you had, you had mentioned uh you know your your um. Your upperclassmen. Uh what, what schools did they end
2: up going to? DJ Crowther ended up going to Dartmouth. And um I can't I can't think of where uh Jackson and Jake went. Gotcha. Dartmouth, man. We Jake, I- Jake went to Puget Sound and then Jackson Barrel went to uh eastern Ohio.
1: Not bad, man. Not bad in Dartmouth, man. I mean, that's Ivy league, man. That's a big time. That's, that's that's definitely a Scarlet athlete for sure. Let me ask you this. Um, What are some specific goals? uh, Because you know, you definitely speak life and death with your tongue. So uh, it's good to speak life into it. What are some specific goals you got um, that when it comes to that you want to accomplish while still in high school?
2: Still in high school. Um, I say um CB actually had this dude or one of one of my one of my close friends um he went to Oregon and his name was Spencer Webb and he ended up passing away recently and he while I talked to him he would come back to CB he would FaceTime me he would text me and he would just tell me to break his record so I just got to break his receiving record
1: yeah that that was definitely tragic uh you know rest in peace I, I, I you know I was uh obviously uh you know sad news that you know you know hurt hurt all SAC, but obviously the cb community you know so uh yeah that's that's man that's admirable definitely touching that you know that's something that you that you want to do any um team goal wise anything specific that you want to get done you know for the program before you leave
2: team goal wise all you want to do is win a section title so hopefully just we win that section title Gotcha, man.
1: Well, listen. Uh, I want to touch on one more thing before we get into my rapid fire Q and A to end the pod. You know, um, you know, I know you you you're very blessed, very blessed, very fortunate to yes, have a, a great group of people, Team Bell, right? Your great support group, which yes, uh, you know, I got I got an opportunity to you know speak to your mother Samantha. Uh, you know, talk to me about that relationship, that you have with your mom. I know you mentioned her a few times already in this podcast, uh, talk to me about your guys' relationship and her role in your life and, and, and the success, her role in all of your success, both, you know, on and off the, the field and court, wherever it may be.
2: Well, my mom, she just always believes in me. And I feel like with my mom, we just got that good relationship to, to, where we could tell each other anything and we're just comfortable with each other. So I got a good relationship with my mom.
1: Uh, let me ask you, was she an athlete herself? Yes. Okay. Uh, what, 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 what what did she play?
2: She played volleyball and basketball.
1: Oh, so th- there's the hoop jeans right there. Yes. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Got gotcha. Did she end up playing college anywhere, or or, or or high school, high college? High school. High school. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then let me ask you this: is uh, is this, you know, definitely sounds like you know you guys have like that's like your best friend. You guys have a tight knit relationship. Uh, is she is she the one you, you go to when it comes to those tough moments that you, that you may have, is she, is she, is she, like, is she the go-to for you? Yes, sir. Gotcha, man. Like I said, I know you, you're, you're, for, you're you know, you're very fortunate and blessed with, you know, with a you know, great support group. So talk to me, uh, you know, uh, about your dad, and even your stepdad, when it comes to, you know, their roles, when it comes to, you know, uh, your success as well.
2: I feel like everyone's there for me. My dad, my stepdad, my grandma, both my grandmas, just everyone's there for me. So, just having everyone there for me and everyone to have my back at all times—it's just a really good thing to have.
1: Did they play sports as well when it comes to your dad and stepdad?
2: Yes, they both played basketball.
1: Oh man, you—you you really got hoopers, man. You was all yeah. hoopers in your family. Gotcha. Sure.
2: Man.
1: Talk to me about DBS, man, and, and, and their their uh, obviously their contribution to all your all your success.
2: Say it again, please.
1: I said, talk to me about DBS and all okay. their contribution to your success.
2: DB Select—that's just. If you wanna, if you wanna get right, you gotta go to DB Select. So, my mom just told me to go to it. That was texting me to go, and it just, I'm just so happy I went because it just helped out. It just, DB Select just, without DB Select, I don't know where I'd be right now. How long have you been part of DB Select? Probably two to three years now.
1: Gotcha. So I mean, uh, oh, you know, so uh, a good portion. Isn't uh, isn't my my guy is, is Kanye out there with DB Select as well? Yes, he is. Yeah, you, yeah, they got some monsters out there, man. Yes, That's awesome, man. Uh, anybody else Anybody else that you, you train with?
2: I train with a lot of guys. Jared Quenga, Jack Horner, uh, Kanye, Keo Patu, Devin Green, Isaiah Jordan, Ezekiel Castex. Those are all my guys, man. We all been getting it done, just all working. Matt Long, Johnny Kett. So just I love those guys, man. My DB Select boys.
1: It sounds like you, it sounds like you got a, uh, you, you got, you just got a nice tight knit crew all the way around from a support group training group, you know, all the way. Yes, sir. All right, man, let's go ahead. Uh, let's go ahead. Uh, Phillip, let's go ahead and end with some uh, rapid fire Q and a, just first thing that comes to your mind uh, that I always end my, my episodes with uh, what's okay. your favorite route. What's your favorite route to run uh, as a receiver?
2: A uh, dig, a dig I digs in my go-to route. Explain that to people who don't know what that is. A dig is that you run either 10 to 15 yards and then you end up breaking inside.
1: And that, and that, and that's your favorite route. Yes, sir. All right. Who's uh, currently your favorite player in NFL? Who's your favorite player, favorite uh, NFL player of all time?
2: Odell Beckham Jr. He's the guy who made me want to play receiver and he just gave me all my swag. <laughs> Got you, man.
1: He's your favorite current and of all time. Yes. Got you, man. Um, let me ask you this. On the way to the game, what's your, what's your go-to song right now? What's in the AirPods? What's, what's in the pros? I mean, what, what's in your beats?
2: Two Million, two million Up by Peasy. That's the go-to? Yes, sir. All right, man. Uh,
1: two more, man. Two more. Uh, best advice you've ever you received from your mom? Best advice?
2: Just the, that. That's hard. How did she say it? How did she say it? She said, no matter what I want to do, I can do it. And just that she's always going to believe in me. Oh, man, that's solid, especially when it comes from uh, the right
1: source. That's for sure. Let me ask you this, man. Last, very last question. 15 years old, I always, I I said, I'm about to tell you, you give some advice to some aspiring young athletes, but you're a young athlete yourself. Uh, You're actually, I I was going back through it. You might be one of the youngest uh, guests I've ever had on my podcast, but um, number one advice you have for aspiring athletes, you know, coming from someone like yourself, I always, my favorite definition is to find someone that has what you want and have them show you how they did it. Obviously, in your term. case, you're someone that's you know garnered all these uh, D1 offers from you know top schools, top of the top. So I think you're definitely qualified, you know, to to give this advice, and it should have a little bit more weight than uh, you know than the advice they're getting from others. So if you had to break it down, to actually, you know, what in your case, I say number one, but I'm gonna leave it open to as many you want, as many you want to give. What's your, what's some advice you have for aspiring athletes out there, football players out there uh, that, that want to make it to that next level and, and, and you know go play for these top colleges.
2: I said to just keep working and just to trust the process and just to work on things that you really gotta work on, whether it's your route running or it's your speed. You just gotta just work on those a little more than you're doing everything else, and then you'll just see the improvement. Gotcha. You know what, man? I, 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 I
1: just two more. I just want to think of just real quick. So what's the, uh, what's uh, what are some things that you want to work on that you think you need to improve on the most? Uh, you, you know, your last you know about three years here in high school.
2: With me, I feel like I can do everything, but. Something that I want to keep improving on is just my athleticism. I just want to get faster. Me getting what, faster, I'll be unstoppable.
1: What's uh do you know where your 40s at right now?
2: No, I haven't run an official 40.
1: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then uh last thing, man, I know it sounds cliche, but just to put it out there, what's the ultimate goal for uh, you know, for Philip Bell to third?
2: To get to the league.
1: That's it, huh? Non negotiable, yes.
2: non negotiable.
1: Got you. Well, my man, listen, I, I appreciate you, you know, getting on the pod, man. Uh, you know, you know, blessing us, giving us a little backstory, obviously talking about, you you know, your your upbringing when it comes to sports you played and your support crew. And, and uh, you know, the the offers you've been able to garnish and as well as uh, uh, to garner, sorry, and as well as what, what it took to get that. And uh, obviously, uh, you know, gave us a you know, spoke a little life into what you what you plan on doing in the future, man. I uh, just really appreciate you being on the pod, man.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you for having me.
1: You got it. For the rest of you guys out there, continue having a blessed day. And thank you for joining me for another Straight Talk with Hand. God bless, guys.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another Straight Talk with Straight Hand podcast. And if you haven't done so already, click the subscribe button and make sure to follow him on Instagram at Strahan, S-T-R-A-Y-H-A-N-D. And we will catch you on the next episode.